be here and give you a little bit of a thought here on the daily devotion and uh, Waypoint Church and all those of you listening. I, I just want to encourage you, and I got a couple of stories I want to start with, and one has to do with our beloved host, Logan Miller, and we were kind of standing around with a few people talking, and we were talking about the difficulty of leading worship with no people in the seats and the difference it is just mentally, emotionally, uh, the difference between a live audience and, and, and empty seats and just cameras and recording. And, and Logan said something that really was a different perspective for me. And I, I spent some time thinking about it and he, essentially he said this, he said, you know, what I don't like about recording versus a live audience is that there is this little voice in the back of the head that, that I know there's a kind of a safety net that I can at any time, if I play something too bad or if it, anything goes too wrong, I can stop everything and say, say hey, let's, let's stop this. Let's, let, let's try this over. And he said, yeah, I, I don't really like that. I don't like having that out because I'm, I'm not as sharp. I'm not as focused because I know at any time I, I could, we could just start it over. And I thought, wow, that's, that, yeah, there, there is something about that, that when you have a safety net, you don't have to practice as hard. You don't have to think about it as hard. You don't have to prepare as much. As when you have a live audience, you can't stop anything. You've got to keep on going. So you might sing off or with me preaching, I might say something quite not quite right. or But you can't stop. Say, I'm going to start over. You've got to keep on going, the good, the bad, uh, with it all. And, and that, that's obviously what, what life is about and what the Christian life is about. All of that wrapped up. There is no opportunity to say stop start over cut let's redo that let's 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 try it a different way and it made me think of a story uh that i heard years ago of hernando cortez in 1519 as a spanish explorer he landed in the harbor of veracruz mexico and he showed up with only about 600 men and yet with forces that were obviously outnumbered, he, over the next two years, took over Mexico. He defeated Montezuma, all the Aztec armies. I mean, he just went crazy, and he became the conqueror and the ruler of Mexico. And so you might ask, well, what was his secret? And what many people don't know is that when he, with his 600 men, rolled up, sailed up into Veracruz, uh, and when they got off the boats, their ships, and they got off all their provisions, he had all their, his men and army to turn around and look at the 11 ships, and he had them torched and burned. And those men knew that their only way back, their only return was now burning and sinking to the bottom of the ocean. There was no retreat. There was no return. It was only move forward and deal with what's in front of them. And I thought, that, 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 
quite a parallel. They didn't have any safety net. There was no do-over. This was real. And they were going to have to take the good and the bad as they move forward. And when you put that in a biblical perspective, you probably remember that Jesus fed the 5,000, a couple of fish and loaves, and everybody's, as my mom would say, fat and sassy and feeling good. The next day, big crowd comes back. They are ready for another meal. But this time, Jesus doesn't feed them. He teaches them, and he talks to them about he's the bread of life. And then he begins to say crazy stuff like, and if you eat my body and drink my blood, you will have eternal life. And everybody's kind of freaking out and saying, what in the world's going on? And at the end of John 6, it says, and many of the disciples who followed him turned away. They, they left him. In other words, they... They got on their ships and turned around. They returned. They, they had a safety net. This didn't quite work out. And I don't think I'm going to do this anymore. And Jesus turns to the disciples and says, well, you going to leave me too? And Peter, always quick to respond, said, Lord, where, where would we go? You're all that we have. You are the eternal one. You're God. We're not going anywhere. And obviously that was the right answer and it was wonderful. But the fact is, Peter didn't know it, but he had a kind of a a safety net. He had a ship waiting for him uh, that he was kind of holding back. We know that because when the biggest crisis ever in his life came, uh, he didn't know quite what to do. And of course that was Jesus died. And when that crisis hit, you know what he said? He said, I'm going fishing. I'm, I'm done with this. This Jesus thing didn't quite work out. It didn't turn out the way I thought it would. And I'm, I'm going back. There was a, a retreat. There was a little bit of a safety net. I'm going to go back to what I always did. I'm going fishing. He was a fisherman. And he influenced everybody to go with him. But here's, here's the good news. Here, here's so much grace. Guess who shows up? They retreat and they return. They're on their ship. They're in their safety net. Who shows up on the shore and calls out to them and says, why don't you come on back? Of course, it's Jesus. I find so much grace in that, that even when in those times we we fall on and go back to the safety net and we retreat and we want to cut and we want to start over and Maybe times this Jesus thing didn't quite work out the way I thought it would. He comes looking for us. And he reminds us of who he is and what he's done. And gives us another opportunity to to really lay it all down, burn those ships, and say there is no retreat. There is no return. There is no going back. And so maybe today, as you're driving or whatever you're doing today, Just really analyze and think about and pray over your own heart. Is there anything that you're kind of, if this Jesus thing doesn't work out, if trusting God with all of my heart doesn't really work out, is there something I'm kind of allowing myself to go back to? Maybe it's money, maybe it's possessions, maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's a a reputation, maybe it's a job. It, It could be anything that we allow to be a safety net rather than just surrendering and throwing ourselves at the feet of Jesus and saying, Lord, there is nothing else. I 
want you and you are all I need. So I pray that that is you today. I pray that you'll be encouraged. Thank you for listening to The Daily Devo. Have a great day. Keep your eyes on Jesus.